There are risk takers, innovators, business owners, and they're a couple. Welcome to A Couple of Entrepreneurs, a series about couples who start a business together without ending their relationship. Hear their unique stories, get tips, advice, and the secret to their success. Would you work with your spouse? Hosted by Mickey and Tony, a couple of entrepreneurs. Co-founders of Branding Shorts. A corporate jungle exit, an old historic house, and the leap of faith that made a dream come true. Meet Jeff and Carol Watson, owners of Captain Ferris Bed and Breakfast in Cape Cod. Welcome to the show. Well, hi, guys. Uh, thanks hi. for being on the show. A couple of entrepreneurs, um, um, Carol and Jeff, uh, can you tell us who you are, what you do, and what led you to be a couple of entrepreneurs? Okay. So I'm Carol. That's yep, Jeff. I'm Jeff, yeah. <laughs> well, we are the owners slash innkeepers of the Captain Ferris House Bed and Breakfast up on Cape Cod. So we've been here for seven years and we're starting our eighth season. So why why this business? Like what drew you guys? There's so many different businesses that you could start. Why this one? That's a good question, Tony. Um, we, you know, we ran across this. We thought about a franchise. We thought about a restaurant. Uh, we wanted to do something that we liked and we like to entertain. We always entertain back in New York. And, um, family gatherings, friends, neighbors. So we figured we would do something along that line. Um, the only difference now is that we're getting paid to do it. But what I learned from our relationship is that we work well together, right? Like when we were entertaining, I wasn't the only one cooking and cleaning. I would cook the main things. He'd be on the grill. He'd, help, he'd stay up at night and help, help me clean up. You know, which was to me was an amazing, you know, amazing asset to have. (laughs) So we we worked together well as a team. We both enjoyed hospitality. So we always talked about doing something around those lines. As and that's why we're here at a bed and breakfast. I mean, why that place? Why that location? (laughs) Well, when we. Well, we're laughing because, yeah, everybody asks us that question. When we went to the Aspiring Innkeeper Seminar, we learned a lot of different things. One, we learned that, yes, we want to do this. We were both on the same page. You know, they go through the background, what it takes, you know, and, and so we both were on the same page on that. We learned that they said, do not buy a place where you wouldn't want to live. And then the other thing that we learned is most people get out of the business because they want to, they miss a lot with their grandchildren. So we decided we want to go someplace where we would love to live and be close, still close to family. So on the way home, on the drive home, I started searching for bed and breakfast for sale on Cape Cod. (laughs) And that's how we found this place. We drove up here and saw two, um, two bed and breakfasts um, in September. And we came and we stayed here in October. In November, we put it all, we made an offer 
Um, and, and then in January, they accepted the offer. I left my job on January 28th. We moved up here in March. Yeah, March 30th. March 30th of 2016. And we opened up on April 15th, we two, weeks, two weeks later. <laughs> so it didn't give us much time to think about it. You know, we just did it. Uh, we put our house on the market, it sold in two weeks, and we just never looked back. We've been here for seven years. We now. didn't have time to look back. It was, <laughs> it was moving. It was almost like it was predestined. Yeah. Like, this is where we are supposed to be. And we loved the Cape. I, we had never really been on the Cape before. We absolutely love it here. Now, Cape's beautiful. I actually went to undergraduate school in Boston. So like, uh, oh, me too. Cape, like, yeah, I went to Boston College. Like, I went to BU. Oh yeah, down the street. So like, what a beautiful part, I mean, of the country, right? The Cape, what a great choice by you guys. What's the name of your bed and breakfast? It's the Captain Farris House. It's a historic building. The Farris family lived here, the um, building. Um, Greek Revival, 1845. Um, it was it restored in the, um, in the 90s and became a bed and breakfast. The Farris family lived here. It was a residential area, historical Bass River area. It has a lot of character, you know? It's just, it's the older home, but it's been restored. So it has the, the modern comforts, but you feel like you've been transported in time. It's just really a cool place. So what did people say, you guys, uh, you know, because we get this question a lot, so you're, you're a husband and wife team. When you said, you know what, we're going to leave our other careers and we're going to go open this bed and breakfast as a husband and wife team, what, did, what was the reaction you got from friends and family about working with a spouse? Uh, some people were happy. Some people were not happy. You know, the common thing was a lot of work. And we, you know, we said yes. And it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. You know, we, had a, we had a dream, and. At the end of the day, we never have to say what if. We never have to say that, what if. Because we did it, you know. So, um, and now, we, we, you know, eight, eight seasons, we're still doing it. Yeah, we, um, we didn't realize, at least at that time when we worked, I was doing the corporate, he was in pharmaceutical sales. We really, the time that we caught up was in the evening. So I would leave early in the morning and I wouldn't get home until later. And then when we came here, all of a sudden, we have to share an office. <laughs> I didn't realize he talked to himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> So it was very different than being in corporate and being able to call the help desk and being able to have somebody else do the finances and the accounting and everything else. And now we're like thrown in together, running a business that we had no idea how to run <laughs> in a in a historical building that had a lot of deferred maintenance. <laughs> so I it, imagine, you know, yeah. it's the thing is that you have to laugh about it. We have some stories to tell, so you just kind of have to like take a breath and recognize, okay, this too shall pass. And we love each other, and we he still makes me laugh. We just sometimes we just have to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's great. Sense of humor, we find out a lot of the couples we talked to was like really an important ingredient. But you were, you were talking about like some stories or challenges. What are some of the biggest challenges you guys faced when you started the business? And, and how did you work together to overcome them? When we started the business, it's really understanding how to run a business. I mean, this business was a turnkey. That's why we were able to open it up in two weeks. 
So there was a, a process and a structure already involved, but then how do we come in and put our own stamp on it? The challenge was to just really understand how to manage a business, a profitable business. They said, don't fall in love with the building. <laughs> and unfortunately, Carol, she fell in love. And, and I love the area. We love the area. So it was, it was a, it's kind of like a love-hate relationship. You know, yes, it's a beautiful property. Um, I, I think for us, what helps us in this business is that we have a separate owner's quarters. So we can take ourselves away from the business and come back here and, and still have a place that is, we call home, you know. And that was because a lot of the, the businesses, uh, the bed and breakfast, you don't have a separate owner's quarters. You live actually in the building. You take one of the rooms you know, and either you might live in the basement in the, in the, in the summertime, in the attic in the wintertime, or vice versa, or whatever the case may be. And so that was the thing that really drew us to this building. We actually have a, over 13,000 square foot of living here. Oh, wow. On, on an, wow. acre, an acre and a half, an acre and a half of land. So we have, we have a 35 car parking lot. It's, we have 10 rooms, 10 guest rooms. We have, yeah, we have. In yeah, total. Total. And we have a number of suites. We have a building right next door that also has two suites in there as well. So, you know, we learned in, in the seminar that you have to have at least 10 rooms to be a business. I was going to say, so getting some education, like a seminar, was, has been helpful then. Oh, the seminar was, the, the best thing you could do was about, I would say it was maybe 15 couples maybe from all over the country. It was just a couple's things to decide because you can't do it by yourself. Either you're both in or you're not in, you know? So, mm -hmm. and I tell you, like, it's not. People come here all the time, oh, I always wanted to have a bed and breakfast, and you hear a spouse says, eh, not me. <laughs> so that's so you know so and, and which which made sense. So the seminar really helped us to understand. How many guests do you usually have? We have a capacity of twenty two. Twenty two. So in the summer, our season is like June. You know, May it starts like right after Memorial Day, goes through I'd say Columbus Day. It's twenty four seven. We are on call yeah. all the time. Yeah. Do you guys close at all, or are you open all year round? Or uh, no, we, we do close. In fact, uh, usually it's like mid-December, all of January we're closed. Most of our business is on the weekends. So yeah, Thursday so, through Sunday. And then we opened up a tea room to the public. We're able to serve afternoon tea. We do a, um, a traditional British tea service, three-tiered service, and people come and make reservations and we serve them tea Thursdays through Sundays. Yeah. Oh, so that's in addition to the, it's a different business almost. It's, you don't have to stay at the bed and breakfast to take advantage of the tea. Right, stuff. right. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, we were able to get a variance to um, be able to serve the public. So I see it as like a brand extension because now we're establishing relationships with the people who live here. And they're always asking for, you know, information about the bed and breakfast because people have homes here, but they can't always entertain or maybe they don't want to entertain them so they can send them to us so we've gotten some business through that yeah. as well oh, so that's great so that helps you it's a separate business for you but it also drives people to your core business exactly so exactly. smart very smart that is so smart that's <laughs> it your backgrounds in corporate uh help you create oh yeah across the street from us is the cultural center of cape cod and they do an amazing, they always have like concerts and artists and it's become kind of a magnet for people who live on the Cape. So I'm, we're trying to figure out how do we package that. We're trying, we're trying a uh, spring 
wellness retreat at the end of April where um, people will come and stay overnight with us for the weekend. But then we have, you know, yoga and meditation and cooking and dancing and painting. You're doing a great job on your own core business, but you're constantly thinking about, well, what if I do this? Or how can I add this way? Or Yeah, yeah. Brand extensions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it is the marketing. To your point, Mickey, I feel like everything that I learned from American Express and MasterCard has helped me to really think through this as a business. And we always wanted to have our own business, but I feel like that corporate really helped to train, you know, train us for where we are today. I wouldn't have wanted to do it prior to now. You know, we had great experiences. We traveled the world. We, you know, met a lot of great people. And, you know, being able to watch these companies in action and, you know, so it's like, now this is a much smaller scale, of course, but it's ours. And we can, we've put our stamp on, on it, which is nice. And Jeff, do you feel the same way or? Oh yeah, um, definitely. I, I'm a salesperson. I mean, I've been in front of people for, you know, since I was a flight attendant, since the bank, you know, I'm sales. And she tells me, we have, I wear many hats around here. But one of them is sales, you know, so I'm able to go out there and talk to the people. And if we're running late behind something, I go out there and entertain them and tell oh, them stories. Oh, they love him. Or tell them stories. I'm a storyteller, <laughs> you know. We both have our jobs. And sometimes when I get a little crazy in the kitchen, Carrie, she wheels me back in and she reminds me, it's only breakfast. <laughs> it's only breakfast, you know. But we're partners, though. We make the decisions together. She's got a full plate with the marketing and... And it, what's interesting is our relationship. We are so different. That we are. And I didn't realize if I had to work with me, we probably wouldn't have a, a, a well-run <laughs> business. But Jeffrey, he's he's very... He's like quality control, operations management, <laughs> <laughs> business development. <laughs> but everything is like clockwork with him. He's very organized. I am more the creative side. So I'm making, I'm developing the menus and I'm making the plate look pretty. So did you guys naturally, did you naturally fall into your roles or did you predefine them when you opened no, up? No, like, we just kind of naturally fell we, into it. We naturally it. fell into it. And I think yeah. it even happened back in Yonkers when, yeah. we, like, when we was cooking. I would always like get in the kitchen first and I would season the stuff up. So, cause we don't, we don't really work well together in the kitchen when it comes to preparing stuff, you know? So I try to get in there first and do it. And then I use everything possible. I'm a cook and clean kind of guy. And she use whatever you have, you know. That's and give me a space, I'll take it. Yes. If you move, if you move your plate, I'm there. I got it. But so, yeah, we, so we've had to learn to play nicely. Yeah, in, in the sandbox. <laughs> he, let, he lets me know where my space is. This, this is mine. That's so funny because it sounds like there's a lot of uh, creative, like one partner's creative, one partner's business. I mean, we have the same kind of thing. You know, I'm more creative, he's more business. But yes, we, uh, you know, that seems to be a, a common thread. You define your roles. You figure out what you're good at, you know. And, I, and so I do what I do best and she does what she does best. Um, and we respect that. We, we respect that. We uh, stay in our lanes. We stay, we stay <laughs> in our lanes. Um, I, I'm the, I'm anything, anything that's, is on top of the stove, I do. Anything that's in the stove, Carol does. You have folks that work for you, you have a staff, but when it comes to the cooking, that's a role you guys have taken on. Oh yeah, yeah. Now yeah. Why, is, why is that something as opposed to hiring staff to do that? Why have you guys 
taking that on. Well, it's just breakfast. Well, you know, well, no, first of all, you have, so you have to be certain safe, you know. So it's, it's a, you have to qualify every five years. You take this test, it's either pass or fail. And health department never tells you this coming is and surprise you with inspection. Yeah, but to answer your point also about why not hire someone, I think because we're a small business, we do have to manage the expenses and I kind of, um, Jeffrey was always the breakfast guy. Like he, I never really ate breakfast. Jeff, I just love to cook. And Jeffrey always ha ate breakfast and he always cooked breakfast. So it was kind of part of our, part of us, you know, to put our stamp on what we do. So, you know, we could hire someone that's going to be, you know, additional funding. And it's part time, it's seasonal. You know, it's, it's kind of challenging to find the right, the right players. It sounds like a really smart business decision what you guys decided to do, right? You, you can do it, you have the passion to it, you don't have to worry about an expense for it, it, the safety part with the health. We do a lot of video production in the hospitality industry, so we're familiar with all the health. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so, uh, so, yeah, that makes perfect sense. But being in a bread, a bed, I'm sorry, being in a bed and breakfast, you She's guys are She's saying bread because you're making her. I love She loves to cook. We're both Italian. We love food. And Carol, just like you, I use every pot and pan in the house. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the cook and clean guy, Jeff. Like, I'm more like you. <laughs> that's, that's how we, we define our roles. So even on a day-to-day, when she decides to make dinner, when she finishes, I go in that clean, you know? Yeah, so, I'm so we're now, still working we're still, together, still which is helpful. Yeah. yeah, we hear you guys. Like, so, so how do you separate business and personal since you're living in the place of your, well, yeah. Well, you have a separate quarter. You have so separate quarters, but still, I mean, you're together all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's challenging. That is, you're right. Because this, this kind of melts, melts in together. When there's no guests, that's our time to kind of do what we want to do. Um, you you got to find time out to, to for yourself. You know, like, I go back to the gym now. Um, Carol's got the Pentaton, you know, she goes for a walk. You just take some time. That's what you just to get, just to get out because this this will kind of suck you in. Because it's always something to do, you know, there's always something to do. Yeah, it's been challenging to separate personal and business because it's all yeah. melded in together. Um, but we've tried to, we try to go out, you know, to dinner, you know, every now and then. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been challenging. Yeah. So, so do you go to other bed and breakfasts on vacation? Yeah, we did go to a bed and breakfast, you know, it's kind of to see how they do things. <laughs> yeah. Find myself very, very critical. I look for things that maybe I wouldn't have seen, but you know, we tra we traveled, you know, the world and stayed at the best hotels. I was gonna say, there's like a theme that keeps reoccurring. It's like, you guys just, you've learned so much, right? Whether it's like you've took a course or you're from the business or your travels, you've learned all this in all these different ways, right? And you're incorporating it now, corporate, which is what a great way to approach things, right? Is taking these nuggets from these different places in your life and then putting it into this business. Do you guys have like any guiding principles or keys to success you would share with other couples thinking about going into business together? A couple of things that come to mind is, you know, just have fun, you know? Try to have fun with it because it's like life is too short. You can't take it too seriously um, or else you get kind of pulled under. So it's important to have some time out where you can just kind of breathe a little bit, laugh a little bit, enjoy each other's company, you know. And if we have a bad day, 
I usually just breathe and say, this too shall pass and come back to, and then tomorrow's another day, you know? It's, more, it's like more on the job training, you know? I mean, especially with an old house, something always comes up. It's, oh, that's something new. And, you know, it says better to cry once than to cry over and over. So if you gotta fix something, fix it right the first time. Because what happens is this, in this business right now, it's quiet, but when it starts, Tony, it's nonstop. I mean, last year we had we had off June 9th last year. The next day we had off was uh, October 22nd. So we worked like 145 days straight. So that, so we realized that when we have off, if we just sit down and do nothing, for us, that's a good day. I, I'm on a, a bunch of boards, people, I, I know the, the neighbors, they know us because I have the dogs. So I, I you know, people know who we are though. You know, and, and since it's a neighborhood, even when we had to get a variance, half the people that were on the board lives in the neighborhood. And they say, oh man, you're doing a great job in your house. Can they see me out there working? It sounds like relationship building is one of the keys to the success. Always, yeah. always, yes. Relationship building, yes. That, that is definitely... He's I, definitely business development. I'm business development. <laughs> I, I tell you, you know something? Hey, look, she's the president of the corporation. I'm the vice president of the corporation. She's the treasurer of the corporation. I'm the secretary of the corporation. You see how much pull I have. But we're 50-50, so she can't fire me, and I can't fire her. <laughs> you know? And that's how it's, and we, we got the corporation, and that's how we set it up, you know? So it's, you know, and, we, and they said, we have an exit plan. Well, we had an exit plan. It was a 10-year plan. You come in, you work 10 years, and you get out. That's that, evolved. The, well, after COVID, that kind of, that kind of <laughs> threw it out the window. Right. So, Thank God, yes. <laughs> So do you guys, you said stories. Are there any interesting stories, you guys? I mean, you have this 18, is it 1841? 1845. Are there any stories about guests that have stayed that were a, a story about that without giving names and, or et cetera, or things you've, that have gone on in there? Like, or ghosts. <laughs> bingo, bingo. No. Oh, tell us. No. Well, you know, can we talk about your sister? Can we tell her what there, you're... there has been rumors, you know, since these are old, no, and she's right, these are old homes with a lot of history in them. Mm -hmm. um, we do have pictures of Irma Ferris on the wall. It looks like she was a nurse. We have we have books. Some of the staff has said that the Captain Ferris room, they've heard noise in there. Guess. Uh, okay, I, there's one guest. Um, he lived in California, he and his wife, and they would come, named Ben. Yeah. And he would come um, and stay with us because he had family here. And one year, he wasn't able to get a room here because we were sold out. But he knows that at three o'clock, there's cookies. So he came to the back door. He's like, Carol, you got any cookies? I was like, come on in, Ben. <laughs> so it's like you build these relationships. I remember also another time um, I went to the supermarket and one of the guests was in the supermarket. He's like, you know, when I, I went there, I was a guest, but I left and I felt like a family member, like a friend, because we treat, when we open up our home, you're, you're no longer just a guest. They feel welcome and they come back, which is great. We always tell people, you come in as a guest and you leave as family. That should be your tagline. Well, no, I love that. You come in as a guest and you leave as family, right? That should be we your tagline. You. We get a lot of repeat guests, a lot of Europeans, you know, the Europeans know how to be, take holidays, you know. I, I, would just, <laughs> I would just say one, uh, a couple from Europe, um, she thought she was turning the light out on the porch. Oh, gosh. And she really pulled the fire alarm. This is at 2 o'clock in the morning. She pulled the fire alarm. Oh, no. 
she says, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I and said, everybody had their white robes and everybody had to evacuate the fire department came. And, I, and she was so sorry. She, she was so embarrassed. I said, well, yeah, I understand. I, I know it's a little confusing, but I'm pretty sure no matter where you go on, on God's earth, that little red box means there's a fire alarm. <laughs> you know, it might be different in Europe, but it's not that much different, though. If there's other couples that are thinking about going into business together, what would you say to them? It, it, you both got to be in. You both have, if you're not both in, it's not going to work. It's as simple as that. You know, you can't say, yeah, hey, I'm in. And then we start and you're not in. Yeah, do I would say do your research. Your research. Make sure that you're tapping into your passions. Make sure that you know you're in. You know that it's the two of you because it's not going to work if it's just one and the other one is not fully in in it. Um, but I'd say do some research and um, don't think don't think too hard. Yeah. You know, at a certain point, you could talk yourself out of it because it's just a different. It's a different lifestyle. It's a, a different, it's just different. But like if I ask you guys the biggest challenge and the biggest reward. Uh, I, I, the biggest challenge I think for us was um, not <laughs> not listening to our real estate person <laughs> when he said it had too much deferred maintenance. Yeah. You know, and so that was probably one because it took us a while to catch up because we had to do the deferred maintenance. We're finally starting to catch up now, starting to see a small profit. Um, yeah, I, I'd agree. Yeah. I'd say the biggest challenge is maintaining, ma maintaining the property to, you know, so not knowing. I mean, it, you could turn a faucet and all of a sudden the water's not coming out <laughs> and it, it was working like yesterday. <laughs> so I think that's the biggest challenge, not not being able to predict the day to day. I'd say the biggest reward is is just knowing that we did it. We did it. We're doing it. We, you know, we, we had a dream and we just stepped out. We didn't, you know, we didn't have all the answers, but we don't have to adjust it. We don't have to look back and say, what if, you know? We're living a dream. We and we're still together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very rewarding. <laughs> That's great. Down I would road. say another challenge is trying to adjust our what was to what is now. Yeah. Because, you know, um, traveling on business class, <laughs> staying at, you know, great hotels, oh, eating man, in great restaurants come, come, and come, getting paid for that. Company car. <laughs> you know, yeah. what, what is that was now yeah. this is. <laughs> no, I understand. No, it's yeah, so funny. What, my American Express days, I used to, you know, I, I had clients that would have conventions in Hawaii. And I'm like, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I can make that one. I think I can go. Somebody, somebody's got to do it. I'm I know, exactly. Right. So I totally hear what you guys are saying. And now, like you got, we have our, we have our own business and, and we manage it that way. Right. It's, it's, it's a whole different story. But I think this I is think great. This is great. Thank you guys, you guys for so being on the show. Yeah. It was awesome to meet you. Thank you. And you shared so many great things. Thank you guys so much. And all the best of luck with your business. For more info on the Captain Farris house, visit CaptainFarris.com, Captain F-A-R-R-I-S.com. For more episodes, visit BrandingShorts.com forward slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.